Hey folks, it's Tomo, Sean, and Andrew from What's Going On Here. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Or wherever you stream your favorite podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of What's Going On Here. My name is Tomo Lovrick, or T Love, as I am known in uh, 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 mattress box circles. Hmm. So there you go. And uh, with me, as always, I have the illustrious, the uh, uh, flock of seagulls, if you will, our member from the UK, Mr. Sean Quigley, aka the Quig as he is known in dietitian circles. Sean, how are you, sir? How are things? I'm good. Uh, as you alluded to, I am currently uh, on the Weight Watchers program. Mm. Uh, although we don't call it Weight Watchers anymore. What do we call it? It's now WW. WW? WW. It's just WW. Yeah. It's just woo-woo. It's just woo-woo. Woo-woo. That's how it's known as now. They dropped the, yeah, the, the Weight Watchers. Um, yeah, uh, I also got myself a new pair of glasses. Um, they're pretty sharp, I gotta say. They're freezing up a little. They're pretty. Myself- uh oh. Yeah. We might we might have oh. a because there's a thunderstorm coming through and like everything's freezing up on my end over here. So, uh oh. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. So Wawa. So so then possibly if you're drunk you might wander into a wawa at a gas station and think all that stuff is like on your chart and you might just eat a bunch <laughs> of Cheetos by mistake perhaps i mean that could um yeah i mean um i feel like my chances since being on the program the likelihood of me ending up dead at the bottom of a ditch somewhere covered in cheeto dust has gone up dramatically last week <laughs> well that's if we were hoping on getting an endorsement from Woola, i don't know if that's going to lead to it <laughs> and uh with us as always we have the young buck if you will the neatly shorn young man who right now looks like he is uh, a welterweight uh, champion of Utica, new york mr andrew albages or AA, as he's known in barber circles. How are you, Andrew? How are things? I'm good. I'm good, guys. Got this nice quarantine cut. Um, I haven't had my hair this short in at least, I don't know, eight years, something like that. I've had pretty wow. much the same, keeping the flow going, always trying to look nice, and quarantine comes and hits. And uh, I mean, it still doesn't look bad, I don't think. But, you know, had, I had to get rid of it. Too much. Couldn't go to the barber, so buzzed it all right off. Just in time for summer, nice and cool. Nice. Yeah, that that always is that always is the best. I, I like that. I appreciate that. Okay, so folks, in case you don't know, we are a podcast that finds something in the popular zeitgeist in pop culture. We review it, 
And we tried to um, kind of work it over, put it through the compost of thought and philosophy, and uh, uh, try to serve it to you on a plate of vegetable goodness. That's called what's going on here. Um, and also the most important part of the show is we review drinks of various sorts, whether they be beer, wine, mixed drinks, spirits, et cetera, et cetera, cocktails, that kind of stuff. Adult beverages, if you will. Hashtag, hashtag adult beverages. Um, so before we get to our subject for today, we will introduce our beer that we are reviewing today. And today it is from Southern Tier Brewing Company, which is based in Lakewood, New York. And we are sampling the New Juice IPA, which is a juicy India Pale Ale. The boys have cans, I have a bottle because my store didn't have the can pack, so I have to get the bottle pack. Um, and like I said, they're based in Lakewood, New York, and this is a 6% ABV beer with uh, IBU of 30. So gents, before we start everything, shall we uh, give our listeners the sound that they so crave? I think so. Ready? Countdown? Three, two, one. There we go. Now, for those of you listeners, right now I'm looking through the bottle. It looks like a fairly clear drink. It looks like it has good carbonation. I'm going to taste it. Gents, cheers. Cheers, guys. There we go. And here we go. Well, I'm not mad about it. No, this is a nice beer, but in the pattern of like all these beers that we get, this is not quite, if you had just given this to me and asked me if I could classify which beer it was, I would not classify it as an IPA. Hmm. This kind of tastes lagerish to me. Yeah, it does have a little. Or maybe I'm imagining things. I mean, it's probably the lightest out of, you know, me and Andrew tried slightly more variants than you. It's definitely the, probably the, not as strong as the other IPAs have in the pack, I guess. Yeah. I'm getting it now. I'm getting the hoppiness now after a couple of gulps. It's a slow, it's a slow burn, I guess. I'm getting it now. But it's definitely, um, it's on the lower end, 6%. Compared to most IPAs, so pretty. But you know what? This doesn't drink like a six percent. If you no. gave it to me, I would have thought this is a four and a half. Yeah, it's kind of. It almost. It feels a little light. Not like flavor wise, but just as you drink it, it's it, it goes. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could drink, drink a few of these. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you said, I'm not bad about it. This is a nice. This is a nice. This is a very nice beer. What can I say? And, and before we carry on with the show, we definitely want to acknowledge everything that's happening in the world right now, uh, particularly all the protests uh, because of George Floyd. And we just want to tell people, educate yourselves. Mm -hmm. If you can, help out where you can, because it's long, change is long overdue, because what happened there was criminal and there's just no two ways about it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, 
So without bringing uh, uh, everything down, uh, remember, support uh, uh, people of color, speak up, try to get some change out there because if we don't make ourselves better, no one else can. Absolutely. And there are ways to do it that aren't just posting on social media. Yeah, you know, absolutely. There are ways to do it too that if, if protesting is your thing, that's your thing and yep. that's great. If you're someone that's not, you can, there's tons of great organizations that are working towards this that you can, you can look into donating and, um, or even know, and join and volunteer or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's a lot of lists out there. I read a couple of interesting lists of stuff yeah. I would have thought that is a lot more helpful than, uh, anything you post on Facebook, like you said, for example, like, um, try and look into whether your local police precinct um to see whether they have um what procedures they have you can ring them and ask them like what procedures they have for escalation training and for um all these other elements um that they may or may not be doing like you can ring them with a view of saying like hey you should be doing this and that and um yeah. oh that's interesting yeah so, yeah, yeah. So now that being said, <clears throat> and it seems kind of like callous to switch just subjects, but we, we are trying to entertain folks and, and make them laugh. Our subject today is Florida man. <laughs> Those of you that don't know Florida man, it's not just a meme. There's actually a whole, whole website. And I don't know if you guys know floridaman.com and oh. just collects. And there's even a book. And on the cover of the book is a guy with like, I think a beer and a gun and he's riding an alligator that's jumping over like a convertible car with palm trees in the background. It's, it's yeah, it's, and this guy lists like every Florida man like printing ever. So today what we're doing, we're trying to break down what goes on. We each have like an article or two that we're gonna just read and talk about and try to break down and enjoy our beer, and then uh, give you grades for our beer. And we are audio, and this time we're video again, so this will be going up on our YouTube channel, so tune in. And you will be able to catch tomorrow night, because tonight is, well, obviously this won't be ready for tomorrow night. So it is June 4th, correct, Andrew? Yes, June 4th. So I guess probably for anyone by the time they listen to this the premiere will have happened but um starting june 4th at 8 p.m so if you're listening to this anytime after that uh my new short film move on will be live on youtube for your viewing pleasure so um you know find uh my social media which is just at andrew albegis on on any platform i'll be posting it there um or just search move on and my name on youtube and it should come up um yeah. but it should be and fun I highly recommend it because I've seen like the rough cut of it and this is a very, very funny film. And I was there at the conception of the film. This is sounding like dirty, like me and Andrew had like a love affair. <laughs> um, yeah, the script, if anyone, any of our listeners are interested, the script I wrote, um, when was that? Six years ago? No, uh, yeah. 2016. So four years ago? Four years ago, four years ago. Four years ago, Tomo and I were in a filmmaking class together and one of our first assignments was to write just a short, no more than five pages script. Yep. Um, I turned up with this script uh, with, for Move On, which took place almost entirely in a studio apartment with only two characters. Uh, and so when quarantine hit, 
prior to this, I'd never thought I'd do anything with the script. Quarantine hit and I was looking for, you know, some creative outlet. And I had this script lying around and I have my studio apartment and the rest is history. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So Florida man, who wants to go first with what article and how many articles do you have? Sean, what do you got? You got one or two? <laughs> I did. Okay. So, um, yeah, what did I find? I, uh, I couldn't find. Oh, sorry. I just think it was a big wind gust. Yes, it's pouring rain here right now. Um, yeah, I, d I couldn't find very big articles. I don't know if you have different things than I've found. I've, uh, no, they're not very big articles. They're short things, generally. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, one of mine, it's gone now. I don't think I can find it. But one that I quite liked uh -huh. was about um, a man with half a head. Um, <laughs> what? What? Oh, head man. Apparently he's famous um, uh, among this uh, police station in Florida. And it was that he'd struck again, um, being generally crazy. What happened to this gentleman is he had, um, he'd gotten in a car accident uh, and his car hit a tree. And uh, he'd had an operation where they... Um, uh, like had to remove the front third of his skull. Whoa. And then fuse it all back together. Oh, jeez. He ended up losing like an eighth of his brain. <laughs> but he's still fine. But it's right in the front. So all his sort of decision making <laughs> very fucked. So the guy, his face is like, it goes like, the back of his head and then it's like a slope a flat slope oh, his eyebrows his eyebrows and then it's just like a flat slope to like this part of his head jesus yeah it was quite something and it was a mugshot of him like <laughs> off the head <laughs> what did poor bastard do i don't know but the thing is apparently he keeps turning up because he's missing half his fucking head i'm gonna google this right now while you're talking because i gotta see yeah. this. oh my god Keep, keep talking. I, 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 I have to do something. I'll be right back. Keep talking. Go ahead. Wow. Do you find him? I think so. <laughs> yeah, he's an interesting looking fellow. And he keeps committing crimes, so like the, the police officers know him? Yep. Yeah, he keeps, he keeps committing crimes. Um, <laughs> uh, Was he involved in a life of crime before losing half his head? Or is this no? a... I think so. You know, I think he had the um, the car accident, and then he he turned into um, this criminal gentleman. I think that is, yeah, I think that's the thing. Oh, no. I'm trying to find the original article. I can't find it. This is a complicated website. This website doesn't do very well on my phone. Why is that? I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Half man head. Let's see if I can find it again. Half, half head man? Half head man. Is that my, is that him? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Infamous Florida man with half a head. <laughs> he looks a bit like David Blaine. Yes, this is the one I found. Okay. <laughs> trying, to, trying to get a good shot for the people at home. There you go. I'll leave this on the screen for when Tomo gets back just so he can appreciate the optics of this. 
I'll just leave this here. Yeah, he's a bit of a troublemaker, as you can see from the, the look in his face as well. He's got a bit it of a says, crack. if I'm reading it correct, infamous Florida man with half a head arrested for attempted murder. Is that right? Oh, um, ah, okay. Oh, this is a different article. Is this a different article? This might be another one. It might be another one of his crimes. I think the one I saw, he was just being... Um, Oh, he's facing arson and attempted murder charges for allegedly setting his mattress on fire. <laughs> yep. Allegedly set his mattress on fire. So who... Oh, oh maybe there was someone else in the house or something. Uh, yeah, maybe. It doesn't exist. Oh, I can't get that the article anymore. It's dead. Mm -hmm. It's a dead article. Um, but it's a, he's a great-looking man. He's a great-looking man. I'll leave this on here for time, man. There he is. That crazy-looking. So what? what so uh, sorry, I had to step away for a minute. So what? What is he getting arrested for? Um, allegedly, well, he's facing arson and attempted murder charges for allegedly setting his mattress on fire. What's the murder charge for? As I was wondering the same thing. Andrew speculated perhaps there were other people in the where he lives. And it was gonna okay. burn his down and kill somebody else, maybe. Ah, ah, very good. Okay. All right. All right. You want me to read mine? I got two. So I got okay. the first one that <clears throat> really captured my attention. Uh let's see. November eighteenth, this is twenty nineteen. Following his arrest for possession of a hypodermic needle containing methamphetamine, a 380-pound Florida man was hit with additional felony charges after jail personnel discovered a bag of meth wedged deep within the belly button cavity of the defendant, according to a court affidavit. Ooh. Here's the butte here right there. <laughs> That's our guy. And to just kind of give you... Um, well, let me just keep on reading, and then we can discuss. Police responding late Friday to a suspicious person call placed by employees of a McDonald's in Clearwater arrested Martin Skelly when a search of the 41-year-old St. Petersburg resident turned up the loaded needle. Following Skelly's collar for possession of narcotics and drug paraphernalia, cops asked him if he was in possession of any other contraband, since he could face additional charges if he brought illegal items into the county jail. Seen above, Skelly denied having any additional contraband on his person. However, during intake processing at the jail, Skelly was subjected to a thorough body search that resulted in the discovery of a small plastic bag containing 2.7 grams of meth. A jail deputy reported that the baggie was wedged deep within the belly button cavity of the five foot eight defendant. Deep, deep in the cavity. I mean, look, I'm sure Tomo, me and you can, we could try our best to get something there, but Andrew, I can't imagine. No, no, no first of all, no. Your the, only, the only thing Andrew can smuggle in his belly button is acid, because <laughs> he could just do that. But I just want you to, to, to listen to this description. This guy's five foot eight. That's a big boy. That's my height, roughly. And 380 pounds. What do you weigh, Andrew? Buck 65, buck 70? 
Well, I'm I'm actually I actually uh, about five seven, uh-huh. and uh, between one fifty, one fifty five. Okay, okay. At my heaviest, I I was two thirty five at six feet, and I just looked like a guy with a big old belly. Now imagine added adding a hundred and fifty fucking pounds of just shit to me. <laughs> so, and I, I find it hard to believe that it's only 2.8 grams. I want to say this dude could have smuggled 2.8 kilograms <laughs> that fucking gut because holy shit. And I don't mean to be fat shaming, but you're five foot eight and 380 pounds. There's an issue here. I think if you can, if you can physically store anything other than lint in your belly button, right? I mean, I, I'm not sure if that's a problem or if that's a skill, but there was, there it's not was, normal. no, it's not normal. And let, let me finish the article and I'll come back to that. Um, after the myth stash was found around 1:45 AM Saturday, Skelly reportedly told an investigator, I was just being dumb and not thinking. <laughs> hmm. Uh, the, the discovery of the hidden meth resulted in two additional felony charges being filed against Skelly introducing contraband into a correctional facility and narcotics possession. He is locked up in lieu of $9,150 bond. Skelly's criminal record includes a three-year stretch in state prison for cocaine trafficking and busts for theft, drunk driving, narcotics possession, violating probation, and possession of drug paraphernalia. All right. So this is a career small-time criminal. (laughs) Maybe he forgot. Was that that? He had, maybe he forgot that he had stored the drugs there in his belly button. It's possible. You know what? They might have removed the cheeseburger to get there. They just didn't tell us <laughs> that there was a fucking cheeseburger as packing. You know, like the way they used to pack the cannons and then they had to put the pot <laughs> in? That's what the cheeseburger was. It was just there to do that. But if, if either of you guys watch Kids in the Hall. No. It's, it was a sketch comedy show, for, Canadian sketch comedy show, a la, a la Monty Python, but a much later Canadian version. And a lot of guys you see on TV today are from that sketch show. Famously, um, oh, what, was the t- t- what was the comedy show with Joe Rogan and Phil Hartman? Radio, talk radio, was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. It was like the lead guy, the programmer. He was from that sketch troupe. Uh, um, what the hell were they called? Brain candy? I, I, I forget. Anyway, they had a sketch where a guy had a giant belly and he would get stuff stuck in this giant belly button. And he'd be like, oh, let me see what else I got in there. And he would look like it was this prosthetic thing that was literally like two feet long. And he would take like a bamboo skewer and like dig around in there and then like pull out like a chicken wing and then like pull out like all sorts of ch- like a can of beer. And it was disgusting because they made it like almost like a horror movie effect. And that's what this reminds me of. Mr. Skelly is basically a reincarnation of that sketch. (laughs) (sighs) I feel like you put things in there. Like you could probably, you know, if if it was already in a bag and it was in there on a hot day, if he like did a bit of exercise, he can maybe put a little bit of chicken breast in there and then end up with like a boil in the bag chicken. It's like a slow cooker. Yeah. (laughs) 
excuse me. It is a slow cooker. It absolutely is a slow cooker. Oh my goodness. I mean, you know, this is this is this is the one thing that I always laugh about. So you're into petty crime. You really couldn't find a better place to hide some drugs than your belly button? But I guess the thought is, and, and I mean, career criminals, please, you know, email us and let us know what, what we're getting wrong here. Um, I guess the thought is, well, the, the asshole is the first thing they're going to search. Drop and cough. Yeah. Right. So I guess if you got the goods, man, you got to stash them. And he had the space. I feel he must have, there must have been a mistake. Like, I don't think anybody's going around searching inside your belly button. Like that, it must have been peeking out or like he must have like sneezed and it just <laughs> something. Out. Right. How did it, how did it pop out? Right. Exactly. So <clears throat> I, I, right now I'm looking up to see what that BMI is at five foot eight and 380 pounds. Cause I think still at my BMI, I'm a buck 95 now. And they tell me that I'm like obese, I, I believe. Because they're full of <laughs> shit. BMI doesn't like work well. But let's see. Let's see what the National Health Institute says. Um, Do we think he's five foot eight inches and your weight 380 pounds? Compute BMI. Fuck. <laughs> Ed. It's Brick wall. <laughs> it's 57.8 is your BMI. All right. So, Andrew, let's go with yours just to get a comparison here at the same height. Five, seven, what, what did you say? Buck 55 on a heavy day? I say put 150. 150. Lately, that's where I've been sitting, so. Okay. 20.5. Is that good? No, that's good BMI. Absolutely, that's good BMI. Let's see. Let's see for myself. Let's see. Six foot. I just weighed myself the other day. A buck ninety-five. Twenty-six point four is my BMI. And I'm not like slimy slim guy by any stretch of the imagination, but BMI of fifty-seven point eight. I hate to tell you guys. But I win. <laughs> <laughs> I win. I win. Okay. Uh, well, we're, we're giving it to you. I got the high numbers there. <laughs> you know what it is, Sean? It's all that caber tossing in, in the Highland games that, that you go to. That's, that's what that's all about. So. I can't believe you're 195. What's that? I can't believe you're 195. Yeah, dude, I've dropped, I dropped about 25 pounds in the last, probably since Christmas or so. Damn. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm like, 200 pounds is like my average. Cat. Cat. <laughs> All right, Andrew, you want to regale us with your Florida man? Sure, just one. We're going to, I've got two. No, no, I've got two also. Yeah, we'll, we'll go, we'll, we'll circulate, we'll come back to another one, yeah. Okay. All right, so this one, this one is, the second one I have is, is really hardcore Florida man. This one's a little bit more tame, but it's still interesting. 
I don't know if you guys are familiar with, uh, sometimes people say like, punch in your birthday and then Florida man and see what comes up. Oh, yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah, sure. Everybody kind of gets their own personalized one. Um, I don't, not too much came up. This one article came up. It did not occur on the day of my birthday, but the article was, was posted on my birthday in 2018. Okay. I will start with the headline. He had a bad reaction to meth. So he asked cops for their help. So this man had a bad reaction to meth and he went to the police to report it, basically. It might not have been the best idea this Florida man ever had. According to Putnam County Sheriff's Office, Douglas Peter Kelly of Hawthorne in Northern Florida contacted deputies on Tuesday with a complaint. He said that he thought he'd been sold bad drugs. The police report on Facebook states that the man told deputies that he purchased methamphetamine about a week earlier and had suffered a violent reaction after taking it. That's not all. The suspect went on to demand that the detectives in the narcotics division test it for him to see if it was cut with something or if he'd been sold something else. If Kelly was indeed sold the wrong narcotic, the suspect said he wanted to press charges against the dealer. Deputies told the 49-year-old to come to the station and they would oblige him. The reporter said Kelly drove to the sheriff's office, handed detectives a clear crystal-like substance wrapped in aluminum foil. The substance field tested positive for methamphetamine, the drug Kelly intended to purchase. Though Kelly could rest easy knowing he bought the real deal, he was, nonetheless, arrested. He was charged with drug possession, walked over to Putnam County Jail, and held at $5,000 bond. Officers did not charge Kelly for the test. Uh, I like that. They did not charge him for the test. Well, that's kind of them. <laughs> Putnam County Jail, that sounds like the sequel to the popular musical, the uh, Putnam County Spelling Bee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. For well, all the kids who couldn't get into the Spelling Bee, that's <laughs> where they are now. <laughs> I didn't realize that, the uh, the birthday thing. Um, as I, I just quickly did mine, out of curiosity. I'd, mine from last year was, it's only a little one, a Florida man threatens to kill neighbors with kindness. He was arrested for aggravated battery and uh, aggravated assault. <laughs> threatened to kill two neighbors with kindness. It later came out in the interrogation. <coughs> kindness. He, he meant uh, his machete, which was called kindness. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> I was just trying to kindness. <laughs> no, this is no. You definitely can't. You definitely can't uh, 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 make this shit up. This is oh, for God's sake. Um, killing me. It's that's almost like a bad villain in a Van Damme movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I get to use kindness on you. I'm going to kill you with kindness. Uh-oh, Andrew. Oh, hell. Disappeared all of a sudden. Sorry, I just turned my air conditioner on it, but if, it, if you guys hear it and it seems like it's messing with the sound, I'll turn it off, but it's a little toasty in here. No, I don't hear it. It's kind of sweaty and shiny, but... 
<laughs> wow. Should I leave again? Uh, maybe you guys want to be alone for a bit? Kill him with kindness. Kill him with kindness. Oh, man. Um, there it is again. Look, it's like a little warp thing on Star Trek The Next Generation, isn't it? It's like the multiverse just breaks. Yes. It is. That is trippy. Oh, oh, he just ruined it. Are you trying to see? You can't. You're in the way, man. It looked like a cool office. It's like a Google office. Yes. It's like an office, but they had like a Star Wars poster in the background. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So here's my, my second Florida man. I'm not going to even read the title because the title kind of gives it away. And it is at the same time hilarious and so disturbing. So I'm not going to read the article title. Um, let's see. Uh, that one didn't have it. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to credit this one because there's credit here for, for the journalist. Tasha Kane uh, from WFAA uh, reported this. Uh, Manatee County, I guess, Florida. <clears throat> so th this is not the title. This is what's written underneath the article title. The man thought he was being robbed, but the intruder was there for something much different. Brandonton, Florida. A Florida man woke up in the middle of the night to find another man sucking on his toes, according to the Manatee County Sheriff's Office. <laughs> Deputies say the man was sleeping in his bed in Bradenton when he woke up and realized he wasn't alone. <laughs> the man told deputies he assumed he was being robbed, so he told the intruder he didn't have any money. And this is my favorite part in the article. It's italicized, this next sentence. But money wasn't what he was there for. <laughs> the intruder told the man he was there to suck on his toes, according to an investigation write-up. That's when the man punched the accused toe sucker and forced him outside, according to investigators. While the two brawled, the man who sucked the toes told the man he had a gun and tried to fondle him, according to investigators. <laughs> the man continued to hit the intruder for about 30 seconds before running inside and calling 911, deputies said. At this point, the intruder broke out the front window of the home and stomped on the other man's car's windshield until it broke, deputies said. Investigators said the toe-sucking man took off, so they tried to track him with a canine, but were unable to find him. So he's still at large? I guess. This was January 3rd. Maybe COVID got him at this point. Sucking on all those toes. toes? <laughs> That's the thing, COVID toes. You heard COVID about toes, it. absolutely. Oh. On that note, good night, guys. Have a good sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird. Uh, yeah. Uh, and to, to people outside the U.S., there's a reason why Florida is shaped like North America's Wang, you know. And this is probably it. These guys. Yeah. I mean, very disturbed. I, I've, I've only been to Florida once in my life. When I was a kid and I went to Disney, 
and it was the best holiday I ever had. And there were very limited, crazy things going on outside of, you know, prescribed craziness, Disney craziness. Right, right. But on the other side of things, I couldn't see who was inside those Mickey Mouse costumes. So could have been the half head guy. <laughs> like He's probably too young. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, uh, 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 Goofy was definitely a skelly with the belly button. Yeah, it could have been the So guy. you probably got hugged by Skelly. It's a good thing. Did you lose anything while you were down there? Like a little toy or something? My virginity? Or... Wow. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize you went with Kevin Spacey. All right. Very nice. Okay, then. So, Andrew, you got a second Florida Man article for us? I do. And like yours, Tomo, it is equal parts. It's just very disturbing. Okay. But in its own, in a, in a Florida Man way. Okay. You know. It's a little funny. Okay. <clears throat> hmm. Maybe I'll do like you and just read it. Let me see. Yeah, do it. Brevard County. This is from CBS Miami. A Florida man remains jailed on charges of stealing pool floats for sex, quote, instead of raping women. End quote. That's where we start. According to Florida Today, the Palm Bay Police Department stopped Christopher Monin, 35, as he was riding his bike around 1.30 a.m. He was acting suspicious, according to a police report, and police found he had garbage bags full of defloated pool flakes. Monin allegedly admitted to going into the backyards of homes and stealing their pool toys. About 75 floats were found in Monin's possession, police say. The report says that Monin stated that he sexually gratifies himself with the pool floats instead of raping women. Monin <laughs> is currently at the Brevard County Jail, charged with burglary of an, of an occupied dwelling, criminal mischief, and petty theft. Florida man, people. You're doing everybody a favor, basically. Yeah, I mean he's he's not raping women, so um, he's doing a public service. I don't know why we're bitching on this guy. This guy's a hero, and he was honest about it. He owned up to it. He owned up to it absolutely. I mean, what's wrong? <laughs> this what? guy, a shining example. That's what they say on the Florida Man website. This is Florida Man. If you go on Google and type in Florida Man, this is FloridaMan.com, and underneath the heading for the website says. Worst superhero ever. That's the heading, yeah. I wonder, did people, did someone report, I mean, they said the cops were looking for him and they found him riding his bike. Did someone report him, like, just for stealing pool floats and then he confessed to this? Did someone catch him in the act, in their yard, around their pool, doing said things before he fled with the floats? That's another thing. He brought them home with him. So, you know, he didn't Maybe hit it. He was into it. recycling. He clearly he wasn't he wasn't just looking for gratification. He wanted something more with these floats. Long term. Maybe he wa Maybe he wanted to make a pinata of sorts.
how, how, how do you think he did it? <laughs> did he? What was that, Sean? <laughs> I think he, uh, you know. I'm trying to, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. So we need to, we need to, we should probably discuss amongst all of us and try and determine what we think they mean by pool floats. You think they mean like the ones that wrap around your arm, like the little kids have, like floaties? Or I initially was thinking in my head, like those noodles, you know, the long pool noodles. I didn't think about the noodles. I was thinking like inflatable killer whale with hands. That's what I'm thinking. Right, Amorca. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good one. I'm glad you gave this some thought, Sean. Thank you for uh, letting us into your psyche a little bit there. That's really good. But like the crocodile, the big alligators. Just he's a Florida man. Maybe <laughs> he didn't discriminate. No. Maybe with any and every pool flow. Well, like I said, he's a hero, man, because he kept himself off the street doing the whole awful thing to him. So. It's, it, it's there was another one when I was looking for the articles and some dude got caught raping uh, 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 Olaf, inflated Olaf from Frozen. It's like, what? And then one of the other articles listed, guy broke into a dude's house and started making breakfast. And when the guy, the while came out, he told him to shut up and go back to sleep. <laughs> And I'm like, and like, dude, like, cooked eggs and, and sausages. And I'm like, well, I guess when you're hungry, man, and there's a line at IHOP, you just help yourself. Did he offer the, the homeowner any? or? I don't know. I didn't read the whole article, but I was just, like, fascinated with all these things. And one guy who looked absolutely crazed was breaking stuff and said a Trump owner would like a trillion dollars. Huh. After busting up a bunch of stuff, so. Like, I... Yeah, uh. I I always want to. So so okay. So we got six crazy cases here, right? What makes people do this? Besides the obvious easy drugs answer, right? Because yeah, we we'll end up sounding like uh like the council from South Park. Drugs bad and play. Um, you shouldn't take any drugs and play. They're really bad and play. And so, what else could I mean, one of the articles, like a dude punched a police dog because he's trying to start a riot. I'm like, you punched the police dog? Well, why would that start a riot? The dog's just going to bite you. What are you doing? And why would you punch a dog, asshole? You know? I wouldn't mess with dogs in Florida. I read one of the articles I read that it was a bit depressing in general, but it was fairly interesting, at least in its premise, was that this big, scary, mean man was trying to shoot a bunch of puppies because he had puppies and couldn't find a home for them. So he was going to shoot all these puppies. And in the process of shooting the puppies, he got shot by a puppy. <laughs> the gun, the very gun he was using to shoot puppies with. He had like a puppy in this arm and a puppy in this arm. And he was going to shoot this puppy. And then this puppy got his paw and like got the trigger and shot him in the wrist where he was holding the other puppy. And he went to hospital. Good pup, good puppy, good dog. I was hoping he was going to get killed. <laughs> the guy that is. There is yeah. that. But speaking of Florida men and Florida people, did you hear the good news in reference to one of our prior episodes? 
Oh, yes. I did. Yes. What? What am I missing? Uh, what's her face? Um, hey, you cool cats and kittens. Uh, what's her name? That bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> Carol Baskin. <laughs> thank, thank you, Joe. I didn't realize you could uh, uh, teleport yourself from jail into Sean's head. Um, Baskin was awarded Joe's zoo. What? She has a zoo now? She has the zoo. Um, they're supposed to vacate the property, and they're supposed to vacate any and all animals that are on the property. So I'm kind of like, well, was it a victory for her? Because... Where are the animals going to go? Yeah. Good question. What happens to... Uh, is this very, this very recent? There well, you, you're breaking up back. What happened to, um, what the hell was the guy, said Jeff Lowe? Was it Jeff Lowe? Jeff Lowe, had yeah. bought it from yeah. Well, he didn't buy it. He got a swindle out of it. Joe, he... You, you completely... Yeah, he never bought it. He just had it, like, he... Or something, but she, she was awarded the zoo because of legal... A legal court thing, and... Um, he he has to leave. He him and his wife are the ones who have to leave. They were at the zoo. They've been running it, and they've been ordered to vacate. They have 120 days to leave, um, but apparently he's setting up his own zoo. Zoo. There's actually going to be called Tiger King Zoo, yeah. out in like, California or something like that. That's yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. And then of course there was that article about the lawyer. Did you see that? No. He had, he had a he had a uh, an expert um, look at at the signatures and the signature that signed all the property over to Carol was a perfect copy of his one of his other signatures and even though you sign your name all the time you'll never find two of the same. Hmm. So it was like this was this was a couple of. This was a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago or so. That was out there, and I was like, uh, awkward. Uh-oh, what's going on here? But now she got the thing, so she's probably super happy. And Andrew's favorite person, her husband's probably like cracking a bottle of champagne right now. That piece of shit. Speaking of which, we, I thought we were going to make a feature on the show. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Oh, yeah. Definitely Carol Baskin's husband. Fuck him. Actually, that was like the unofficial start to fuck that guy. This was before we even talked about it, but when I mentioned it on the Tiger King episode, we all pretty much agreed like, yeah, fuck him. Fuck that guy. No, 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 absolutely. So I think maybe, okay, so here's a new segment on the show, folks. Hashtag fuck that guy. Does anybody have any guy that you want to say fuck that guy? And to be fair, fuck that guy doesn't necessarily apply to just a man. It could be a woman, it could be a kid, it could be a bear, it could be a squirrel, whatever, but fuck that guy. So, gents, any takers on fuck that guy? Haven't got anything to bitch about? We've been indoors this whole time. No? Yes, no? You guys are completely frozen right now. Uh, You froze for a second there. Yeah, you froze up a bit. Um... Henry Cavill, he's dreamy. Hashtag fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he is dreamy, especially in, in The Witcher. Um, um, I don't know. 
will say if uh, if Jeff Lowe is trying to make a new zoo and call it the Tiger King Zoo and make all this money off of Tiger King, fuck that guy. So fuck you, Jeff Lowe. And no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. I hope that he falls asleep lounging in a pool somewhere and a certain gentleman comes by and mistakes him for a floating uh, Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> Lovingly cradles him in his arms and takes him home back to his little cabin. Dude, dude that would be hashtag fuck that guy all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ooh, ooh, you putting up a fight for a pool toy. <laughs> Keep the bandana on, okay. <laughs> That's right. It's like the game is gonna be just kind of like. <laughs> oh, yeah. So now I feel under pressure. I don't have a fuck that guy ready. I mean, no, I do. One of the neighbors, I've been burning some garbage in the fucking backyard. So I'm like choking and wheezing these days. Like, like seriously, like just. Setting fires in the backyard. So fuck that guy, fucking neighbor. Fuck it. Idiot. Okay, guys. Fires, you know? No clue. I'm guessing, I'm guessing somebody did some um, remodeling in their house. And then instead of putting the garbage, which would let everybody, town included, see they've done some remodeling, they're burning the old wood in the backyard. Yeah, fuck that guy. No one knows you did illegal construction in your house. Uh, that's what I think. Well, that's stupid that he did that. If he did do that, that's silly. I mean, if you never leave the house, then I guess fine. But if you ever try and sell that house, that's going to come to buy him on the ass. Absolutely. He won't be able to sell the house. They'll be like, this is against code. What's this? Right. How did this get here? You need to cover it for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a permit for that. He's not going to be able to sell it. Absolutely right. So, so, so then, gents, why don't we try and summarize then? What's going on with Florida man, and why is he so prevalent in Florida? Because I mean, to be fair, there's crazy shit that happens all over the country. Right. Right. All over the U.S. There's like great, like. Occasionally crazy, thing, like, you know, man in Wyoming, man in New York City, you know, everywhere. But for some reason, Florida is like the king of this. Yeah. I have no idea why. Is it the water? Is it the heat? The only speculation I have, unfortunately, is, is I wish I had something funnier. Mine is more probably realistic and a tiny bit sad um they say that florida has one of the worst um is one of the worst states in the entire country for education so i think it starts at a, at a young age sadly that the education system is really shitty there and people are not very well educated mm -hmm. um they're economically outside of tourism there's not much there and there's a lot of drug use probably the two are correlated so i think you get highly uneducated people, a lot of drugs, warm temperatures and alligators together. It's a recipe for disaster. Fucking A, man. 
the kid just went all philosophical here. I'm like, wow, that was like worthy of an NPR podcast. What the fuck are you doing here, guy? We're supposed to be funny. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. Now I have to try and think of something so I sound smart. No, no. Do something funny. I didn't want to say that. That's all. I, that's the best I had. <coughs> so, like, maybe, maybe one of the reasons here is um, being a husband of um, a wife who had um, a Jewish grandmother. Mm. I can attest for the fact that Jewish grandmothers, as loving and wonderful as they can be, can be. Um, difficult uh people to deal with like they can they can be hard people they can push you to the edge and they can say things that can make you you know start to like yeah lots of you know sort of like oh you look beautiful beautifully fat that kind of, <laughs> you know right, 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 right don't you think fat is beautiful then why are you so fat like that kind of that kind of shtick but that's fine finish your food Finish your food. What are you trying to do? <laughs> um, like that's that's kind of the modus operandi. And I feel like in a whole state where like it's full of them, like they push, they're like, they got away and they're all just full of, half the state is just Jewish grandmothers. Um, I mean, it's a solid theory if all the Florida men arrested were Jewish. But they don't seem to have Jewish last names. There's not. You're right. There are no this my theory is awful. There's no Jewish <laughs> Are the majority of the old people that live in Florida Jewish? A lot of New York retirees, yeah. I know yeah, okay, that makes sense. There's a good number then. Okay. Um, uh, like alligators as well. Alligators. <laughs> That's something, you know. I will I will regale you with my theory. And I believe it is a solid theory. It's one based on the science of mysticism. Hmm. Um, and I think it's because Florida is really shaped like the penis of North America. And I think people who live there are doomed to be expelled in one way or another through the urethra if you will, that is um, I-95. And therefore, I think with a couple of... Uh, Does that make Cuba a kidney stone? Was that? Does that make Cuba like a kidney stone? No, no, that makes all the Florida men kidney stones. No. Um, Cuba would be... Oh, that's a good question. What is shape like? It's kind of like maybe condom. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. I, I, so I believe that there's an ancient curse, an ancient Native American curse, on basically all the people there that have taken the land from the Seminoles, and that's why they're so Floridian. Wow, that makes sense. I like. That's like my favorite. I, I forgot which comedian said it. So, me a few years ago, I think when Trump was elected or somewhere around there, 
and uh, it's like one of my favorite one-liners but it's so funny where it was it was a british comedian i'm pretty sure and he said like oh america united states of america there's some crazy stuff going on in that country right now it's almost as if they built it on top of an indian burial ground yeah. right pretty much yeah pretty yeah much. It's the plot of every Stephen King uh, straight to movie DVD of like the mid eighties. Pretty much. But yeah, that's true. Speaking of movies, I think for the next episode we have to do what you what what you found, Sean. Velocipaster. Velocipaster. That that are tuning into this episode, that will be probably our next show, Velocipaster. Yeah. I as much as the title and the um, picture intrigued me. It was the description that got me more than anything. The log line, without a doubt. Please read it. Do you have it in front of you? It's fantastic. <clears throat> There's so much. There is so much in, the, in these two sentences. After losing his parents, a priest travels to China, where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. At first, horrified by this new power, a prostitute convinces him to use it to fight crime and ninjas. Does it get any better? I mean, does it really get any better? That logline, and my wife, as most wives of guys that do stuff like this, have very low tolerance for bullshit. But when I read that log, line, that log line, she was like, oh my God, that sounds like the best movie ever. You have to watch it. <laughs> it's an hour and 10 minutes long. Perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> we should do a live premiere and watch it live on YouTube. I was just going to say, I was just going to say we, we should try and do one of those watch along things or something so we can watch it like together. That would I don't be know a- if we get the rights to do that though. Oh. Uh, we can watch it while zooming. Right. Which will be an hour of just boring material. So, I mean, it's right on par with what we do with the show. So I think our fan base will be very much impressed. Yeah. We could watch it while zooming and right. then immediately go from that into recording a podcast about it. And then we can cut up the footage of us watching it for promo materials of all of our crazy reactions. Like you did with the Paris Hilton when we Paris first watched Hilton, that. Absolutely. No, you're, you're right. We, we should. I definitely, because it's almost a moral imperative now to watch Velocipaster. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. And I think, I think we can all agree that assuming everything that it says in that log line, that he, this gentleman who is a pastor, goes to China, gains this ability, meets a prostitute, fights crime and ninjas, as long as all of that happens like we're told it will, this is likely the greatest movie ever made. Ever, ever. But, well, I love, the, I love the picture when Sean posted it. It says like, there's no such thing as the perfect move. Oh, I'm <laughs> It's just like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll be damned. It is a perfect movie. Yeah. You got the hooker with the heart of gold. You mm. got priest who's conflicted because his parents are dead he wants to sleep with the hooker but he's worried about tearing her apart when he turns into a dinosaur and she talks him into fighting crime and ninjas show up there's so 
I just wish it could be casted. Like, I wish you could get, like, already I'm thinking Jeff Goldblum <laughs> as the dinosaur expert making a cameo. Maybe Christopher Walken plays, like, the the pastor's, uh, like, the head priest. Oh, head priest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackie Chan perhaps is in there as some sure. kind of... Uh, yeah, Jackie Chan is the Jackie Chan or Jet Li is the mystic that tells him why exactly he inherited the Velocipastor power. Mm-hmm. The hooker with the heart of gold. Mm-hmm. Dakota Johnson. Who else? <laughs> okay. Or, or Goldie Hawn. I mean, one or the other. Yeah. Or, I mean, honestly, I'd love Meryl Streep for that role, but I don't know if she'd take it. It might be below her pay grade. I, bear with me, I'm thinking Cher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a big comeback role. <laughs> Cher? Yeah. Hey, Pastor. <laughs> but, but, you know, oh, I got it perfect. And you don't even have to do too much for CGI. Matthew Broderick as a priest, and then Batista, Dave Batista, in just some green paint and some some like leather pieces on him when he's the Velocipaster. Kind of like the old Hulk TV show. Just like give him a bad wig or, or something. Yeah. Some scales on him. I thought when you were saying CGI, I thought you were going to say D.H. Robert De Niro and put him in it. <laughs> Robert De Niro would be a good priest for that. He really would. And you know what? We're thinking inside the box here. How about the per- a prostitute with a heart of gold is Tobey Maguire? Right, right. No one said, you know, it has to be a female prostitute. Yeah, you have some weird casting. I feel like... Especially if he's a Catholic priest? That would work. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me why he's too old. True. Maybe we could get the kid from Stranger Things to do it. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. And like, Paulie Shaw can play the pimp. What are you doing? The week is out. Nice. All right. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to do Velocipaster. Okay. So we've determined that Florida is either under a curse, old Native American curse. Sean, what was your reasoning? Uh, Jewish grandmothers. um... That's right. Jewish grandmothers drove them crazy. And Andrew gave us an NPR philosophical socioeconomic explanation with bad education and the sun and the heat and alligators. Yeah. So he, he included nurture versus nature in the whole thing. So it was like trading places, but all in Florida, and that's why they're so wet. Okay. Well, right. we, we figured that out. How about we go to our beer? by Southern Tier Brewing Company out of Lakewood, New York. New Juice IPA. Uh, mine is done, and I can say 
happily, I'm very happy with how um, it tasted. Uh, either of you guys want to go first, or you want me to go first? What do you want to do? I'll go first. <laughs> Since you guys are so vocal. Um, all right, so um, this is a very, very nice beer. Um, it's not too heavy on the hops, but they definitely come through. And it drinks a lot lighter than the 6%. Um, the carbonation is not too crazy, but, but a nice level of it. And like I said, going back to our old measuring stick, if there's a barbecue and this is the only beer they have, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that, man. I, I really am. I got nothing to complain about. And like I said, you don't think you're drinking much, but it's 6%. I can see myself having four of these and not even thinking about it, pretty much. So with all of that in mind, I'll give New Juice IPA a solid 4.0. So let's go next. I'll go. Um, yeah, no, I liked it. I, I liked it as well. Good. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot better this time around than I did uh, the first time, I think I've got another one because there was three of each in the pack and I had one and this is the second. Um, I think I liked it better this time, but it's hard to tell because I drank, I drank a few one after the other. Mm. And it messed up my palate, I guess. I couldn't, it wasn't very easy to distinguish between them. I, at one point I had one I didn't like too much and that clouded the rest of them, I think. Um, but yeah, if I'd have had this in isolation, I probably would have realized it was a lot better beer than... I um, remembered it being, but yeah, like you said, very nice, very light. I could drink in, you know, in a, in a, like I said, in the barbecue, this would be great. Um, talking about barbecues, for example, just the other, um, just the other week, um, I, we had a socially distant barbecue um, at my uh, father-in-law, my mother and father-in-law's house. And uh, I brought some IPA. I brought Omegang, uh, IPA, which oh, I'd, never, right. I'd never tried because I thought I was like, I want an IPA. It's warm outside. I want something else. What I fancy. But I was like, what do I want? It, there's so many choices with IPA. Like <laughs> God knows, like there's impossible to pick. So I went, screw it. I'll go with a, a brewery. I know I like their beer and let's assume it's good. And oh my God, I've never seen it anywhere even. And it wasn't even like reviews online. I don't know if it was either super new or they did a very small batch. Um, and it was very nice but my father-in-law wanted none of it because it was an IPA and he's a man of a certain age and he was like he was like I can't drink IPA so instead he had a warm Stella Artois instead of a nice cold on my game oh. <laughs> yeah um, but if I'd have had these um, I'd have probably sunk twice the amount of the Omegang I did just because the Omegang was nice but it was a little more you know it demanded a little more of you um, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is very light very easy to drink what was um, the Armageddon IPA called Namaste or something like that it's Namaste yeah Namaste. it was called Namaste um, and it, yeah it was it was nice it was good it wasn't like a crazy IPA but it was mm -hmm. there was a little more going for it that I wouldn't you know I'd, I'd have a couple and then maybe like okay um, but uh, this this I could have I could have four or five of these easy. So I think, yeah, I agree. I would give this probably a 4.1. Okay. Yeah. 4.1, sure. 
And Andrew, what's your take? Uh, I'm with you guys on pretty much everything you said. I really like it. Um, nothing about it blows me away. You know, I don't know that there's anything that, that really I could say is incredibly special about it. I do like, it's got great flavor. It's a nice IPA, but like you guys said, it's nice and light, especially if it's like a sunny day and you're outside, I, I could have a few of these and it's good. It doesn't feel heavy for a 6%, you know? Um, I guess, I guess I'm a little skewed because I've drank pretty much at least one of each of these from the pack mm -hmm. and all of the Southern tier beers, they're all really, really good, but none of them really stood out that much. Mm. Like after a while, they all kind of seemed very similar, like with just some slight variation. I was going to say, because they were all IPAs, weren't they, in the pack? There were like, how many beers were there? So I think there were five beers in the pack, and I think three or four of them were IPAs. No, four of them were IPAs. Four of them, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just that they're all IPAs, but so I, I don't know if that has skewed me a little bit and makes me kind of feel like it's not that special. Um, whereas, you know, I keep thinking back to like, that six point we had uh, a couple episodes ago, or maybe our last episode, was that the last one? Um, that to me is like a really good IPA, but there's something about it that stands out and it was unique and it like, I could just, you know, it seems special in a way. It wasn't just another IPA. Whereas this is really, really good. I have no issues with it. It just didn't, didn't blow me away. Um, but up close with you guys, I, I'd probably give it, I'll give it like a three eight. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, Bengali was the last two episodes. We had the uh, Ancient Aliens. That's right. Like in a double episode. And just, just to, as an example, generally I don't, crazy with, I don't go with crazy with the IPAs unless I'm buying stuff from elementary because it's fresh. I went back and I bought like two more packs of Bengali because that stuff is just, that's a solid, that, uh, so good. Yeah. So, oh, I just thought of the fuck that guy. Speaking of, we're talking of all this beer. And you might appreciate this, Andrew, with, with um, being a marketing guy. Mm -hmm. I hate whoever does it when you go to the beer section and they make the cans. And it just looks like, if you, if you ever get a chance, go online and look up puppy throws up balloons. Some silly <laughs> puppy basically ate a bag of balloons and they have the video of him like throwing it all up. And it's just rainbow color. And you're, at first you're like, what the hell? Because they're unnatural, the, the brightness of the colors. And you're realizing the silly puppy ate a bag of balloons. And these are the colors that they put on a can of beer. And I have no idea what kind of beer it is. You can't see the lettering from all the freaking squiggly lines and all the colors. And I'd love to try this beer, but I, haven't, I, I don't even know what it is. It's like, it's a, it's a 10 minute uh, 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 search just to find out what kind of beer it is. And it makes me absolutely nuts. I don't know who these marketing guys are that make these things, but I hate it. And they'll, in the stores, ironically, they'll stack them so that all these just multicolored melted Crayola shit are all stacked on top of each other. And I'm just like, yeah, no, I can't even be bothered. Because this is, just, this is some brand, you're not even sure what brand it is, just a can you can't yeah, see. It's not just one brand. There's a bunch of them that do it. Uh, all the local beers, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the smaller, like, craft brew things, they, like, print their labels in-house and they'll get... I've seen ones, like, LIC Beer Project, which I haven't had, but I've seen, I've seen them in the store. Their cans, they have, like, local artists, I think, or they, I don't know, that design their cans, so it's all, like... It almost looks like graffiti design, so the can looks fantastic. 
Um, but you do kind of got to get in there to figure out what it is. So it's probably one of those or something. I think we had a LICB a project VR on the show at some point. Did you guys? Probably. Wow. I'll have to look. You know, we have so many at this point. I have to actually put together a list so before we choose a beer, like, oh, no, we did this one in an episode. <laughs> like I said, we're perfectly poised to do a great, like, countdown next year of just drinks. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure you take your liver health enzymes and all of that because that's going to be a lot of drinking, my friend. Break down what's, what's the best beer. Yeah. No, that's that's that that'll be that'll be interesting. Well, I think we already just we 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 yeah we're in danger of that of finding out that the best beer is just a martini (laughs) (laughs) or a scotch. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like this beer. This beer, yes, absolutely. Oh, speaking of that, Andrew, do you want me to go live and make a Murray Hill before your premiere? A Murray Hill. What? Do you want me to go live and make a, a Murray Hill for Thirsty Thursday before your premiere? Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. So I'll, I'll put that out so people can get their ingredients. Yeah. What's, uh, what goes, what's in that? It's basically a Manhattan. Instead of rye, I use regular whiskey, and I put the three frozen cranberries in there. Oh, okay. That's right. So. Sounds good. All right. All right, folks. So there you, there you have it. Florida man is one of three things. We'll let you decide which one of three things it is. Jewish grandmothers, socioeconomic development, or a Native American curse. That causes Florida man. And our beer for today is New Juice IPA by Southern Tier Brewing Company out of Lakewood, New York. We all enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, 6% ABV and 30 IBU. Sean gave it a 4.1, I gave it a 4.0, and Andrew gave it a 3.8, which, as we know, because we've had many beers, those are solid, solid grits. Yes, indeed. All right. Anything else, boys, to add? Um, oh, there's one thing. I just found it interesting. I thought it was a Florida story, but it's not a Florida story. That's what I was going to say, and it wasn't. It's technically a California story, but it probably should be Florida as well. I thought it was very interesting. I read this. Um, Disney, clever bastards they are, knocking down the park. Apparently, there's an area in the California in Disneyland that is um, outside of Disney, but it's like a shopping restaurant cafe complex outside of Disney, and it's called Disney Springs, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like a little, like, almost like a mall, but themed. Okay. Um, and because Disney's all closed, they reopened it the other week uh, for social distancing, kind of like you know, uh, stuff. And people came there and it's a nice, you know, they have uh, ponds and trees and typical Disney. So it looks nice and people can go and they can pick up curbside food or whatever. So they did that. Um, But I thought was such genius is they deployed the stormtroopers from Star Wars land out in there to keep people social distancing. So if they saw anybody who was not following the rules, the stormtroopers bossed them around in full stormtrooper character. That's is Gee, that I didn't hear about this. That's, of marketing. That's a brilliant bit of marketing. They're like, move on, move on, get out of here, more space. Yeah. These are the things you're looking for. Keep moving. <laughs> yeah. It's great. You can't argue with it. Like you can't get yeah. angry. It's like a stormtrooper just told me to just, you know. Fuck off. Yeah. 
<laughs> Genius. Yeah. It is. It's brilliant. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. All right, folks. Well, that's episode 80. Wow. Eight zero. So thank you all for tuning in. Again, stay safe. Listen to the experts. And if you can, help to make meaningful change so that we have a just place to live in. That's what I'm going to say on it. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys next time when we're going to go over Velocipasta. Velocipasta. Guys, take it easy now. Bye, everybody.